This episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Yeah, that's right. Sex. Great sex. Guys, now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in the bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com is the place to go. That's right. Blue. Like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. If you could benefit from more confidence right where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. That's right. When you use the promo code EMPIRE, you pay just $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, the promo code EMPIRE, to try it for free. That's right. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Empire. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hi, folks. I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan. If you'd like hearing knock-knock jokes or jokes about your grandmother, go somewhere else! Oh! Oh, my God! This is Joey Styles, and you're listening to the two-man power trip podcast. This is Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to two-man power trip. Good. How you doing, Chad? Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. This is a uh, special visitor, the hardcore legend, Mick Foley. It was a very rough feud to go through with Rick. It was a very bitter feud, too. He certainly didn't like me at that time, and I didn't like him, and we were both trying to be at the top. I don't do many wrestling shows anymore, probably because I'm a bit ignorant. You guys probably know ten times more than I do. Look, Mean Gene, I can't be beat. I'm the greatest of all time. And I would say that, and every kid I, they knew they could kick the shit out of me. At this point, well, I'll be at a signing and little kids will come up to me and throw up the click sign or talk about, oh, your ladder match with Sean at WrestleMania 10. I go, wait a minute, you weren't even a glimmer in your dad's eye. But yeah, bro, it's really flattering and, and amazing and humbling. Great talking to you guys. It's been your pleasure. <laughs> They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling. And now, they bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are... Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling! You never know if he's angry. You never know if he's, he's always angry. It's just a blank look in that man's face. And I've seen him in some big battles where he really, he had so much animosity towards his opponent going into the match, but still he remained calm, cool and collected right up until the bell rang. All right, he's not calm right now. The old he's all business. 
Taking him. Goes to work on hit butt. Right in the arm. He's fighting back. He goes right for the eyes. Bart takes that arm again. Stresses it. Here they go. <laughs> Close line. Yeah. We are seeing some new maneuvers from some fine wrestlers here in this program. They're, hey, they're getting primed. They stay primed. We saw one from Martin Anderson off of the rope to the arm, and now we saw the clothesline, and now a high back toss. Comes over, kicks him right in the head with his boots. Remember, in a bunkhouse stampede, he can wear his regular street boots. He caught him. Has that arm. Has an arm bar, has it in tight. Taking his time. Bard is known to do that. Benny Mack. Ricky Reeves is a fine condition athlete. Look now, at him now. He's really getting a work over from Black Bart. Goes right back to that arm. <clears throat> Caught him. Hey, Reeves, you know, he's a well-built built guy. Yeah, he really is. And that the Texas trash compactor that Bart uses. Hey, you can have it all you want if you don't know how to use it. No, if you don't know how to use it, you're right, David. I get it. Look at him. Snapmare takes him out. Here he goes now. Goes right back to that arm. Holding him down. The face of Black Bart. The concentration on his face. Oh, look at him. Oh, he's got, look, he's got a little smirk. Yeah, a little expression for the man. Something that we don't see too often from him. He knows, though, he's a professional. He knows when the moment is right for the compactor. Oh, yes, he does. He is not yet ready. Make them suffer. Welcome to the Major League of Professional Wrestling. That's what he's doing right now. Saying, young man, you're going to be taught a lesson by this big Texan. Now he's ready, I think. Oh, yes, he is. He sits there, poised. Watch him. He gets the swing comes up Texas compactor right across the head and chest it was methodical it was right to the point for that man black Bart 
He came into the opening bell with a game plan, knowing what he wanted to do and when, and this is the win. Down on top of Ricky Reed, all 300 plus pounds of the compactor. We're coming right back. Hello and welcome to another episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling. And this is the flagship show, the interview series for the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. I am J.P. John Paz, and today the guest is none other than NWA National Heavyweight Champion, world-class world heavyweight champion, two-time CWA world champion. He, of course, is Black Bart. Black Bart is a huge wrestling legend. Such a great, great interview. Such a great get for us. Just was awesome to get him on. Somewhat of a rare get as well. He doesn't really get out there much for autograph signing. He doesn't get out there much for doing interviews and things of that nature. So it was awesome to be able to meet him in person a while back uh, and get his autograph, but also awesome to be able to get him on the show for an interview as well. And we go through his entire career. This is a good interview in length as we talk about NWA. We'll talk about world class. We'll talk a little Memphis. We'll talk a lot of different things, even Florida, the Carolinas. I mean, we get into everything with him. We also get into a little bit of um, current wrestling as well. I mean, he actually knows some of his current stuff. He still stays up to date with it, still watches it. So it is kind of cool to do that as well and kind of go into some current wrestling because I know some of the old school guys really don't watch current wrestling. They think it stinks. They want nothing to do with it. So it's kind of cool, especially for a guy like Black Bart, to be able to talk a little current wrestling as well, which I just think that's a nice little throw in there to talk see what he thinks about it see who he thinks is good, who's not good. Are they still protecting the business? Kayfabe, different things of that nature. Definitely enjoy getting into that with him as well. Now, we're going to get into a bunch of different topics, and we're going to talk about a bunch of different wrestlers. A big focus of this at the beginning is on world-class championship wrestling, him being a world-class world champion. And he tells a great story about how some fans kind of get on him and saying, oh, oh, you you did a lot of jobs. Uh, you're a jobber, quote-unquote. And he hated that. He didn't like that the fan was saying that, and then he kind of makes a joke. He may have done a lot of jobs, but he wasn't a jobber. So I, I just thought that was a great line by him, and he, he goes into more detail and more in-depth in the interview, but I think that is great. He talks a lot about Chris Adams. We go into all the Von Erichs, Fritz, and, and the whole family, and, and Kevin and Kerry. I mean, we go into the, the whole thing. We talk about the Dallas Sportatorium. We talk about Terry Gordy. We talk about David Von Erich, of course. We talk about Bruiser Brody. We go into Matt Bourne, Maniac Mike Davis. All the favorites you have from World Class and some rare ones as well. We'll definitely go through his life and career in the world of NWA JCP. We definitely talk about his relationship and great friendship with the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, how they kind of went all over the road together, if you will. They were everywhere together and, and traveled together, and they were good, close, personal friends. And it's really kind of cool it, we, when we get to the WWF and his story about that and how uh, he tells them to come in and then he, uh, somewhere and then you'll hear the story, but it's great. It's basically like a little bit of bait and switch by Dusty, but not on purpose. It's almost like an accident. He thinks he's going to follow him in, in there and one leaves and the other one comes in. So it, very interesting. You'll you'll love that part of the story, but it's all about WCW 
and the WWF at that point in the interview. But I think you're really, really going to enjoy this one. It is a bit of a rare one, which we absolutely love here on the two-man power trip. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a little Black Bart. Before we do that, we will do a little bit of two-man power trip of wrestling business. And, of course, just talking about two-man power trip, just want to mention the Empire. We have Dutch Mantel's University of Dutch. On the MLW Radio Network, we have Rick Bassman's Talking Tough on Podcast One. We also have Shane Douglas's Triple Threat Podcast on Russo's brand. And then, of course, we have Dr. Tom Pritchard's Taking You to School on the two-man power trip of Wrestling Empire Potomatic feed. So we have a lot of stuff cooking, a lot of new stuff going to be coming down the pike. So stay tuned to the two-man power trip for all the latest and greatest. And we got a lot of news coming out, a lot of new shows, and a lot of great content that you will absolutely love. So for right now, we're going to send it over for some two-man power trip of Wrestling Business and then head it on over to Black Bart. And now for some TMPT business. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Two Man Power Trip and at Wrestling Pal. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review. We would love to hear your feedback. Check out the feed for awesome past episodes, including Bruno San Martino, Sean Michael, Dusty Rhodes, Jerry Lawler, Terry Funk. Goldberg, Ray Mysterio Jr., Arn Anderson, Glenn Kane Jacobs, and so many more. While you're on the web, visit ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, that is ProWrestlingTees.com. Visit our store, visit J.J. Dillon's store, Francine's store, and of course, the franchise Shane Douglas' store. For all you Android users out there, find us on Google Play and Player FM. For all you iOS users, check us out on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podomatic, and now Stitcher. And of course, check out the Empire. Yes, that is the TMPT Empire now. TMPTEmpire.com for all the latest and greatest on the two-man power trip of wrestling. And now. Without any further ado, a former two-time CWA World Heavyweight Champion, a former world-class World Heavyweight Champion, and a former NWA National Heavyweight Champion, here's Black Bart. Please enjoy.
on the line right now is a former NWA national heavyweight champion, a former world-class world heavyweight champion, a two-time CWA world heavyweight champion, the legend himself, Black Bart. Black Bart, welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. Thank you, brother. Uh, I, 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 they just kind of scratched on the surface, uh, so to speak, uh, uh, when I like when I first started, I, I started out as an Alabama heavyweight champion. With uh, it was uh, it was with uh, Ron Fuller and uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong out in the, Pens- the, Pens- the old Pensacola territory. Uh, and from then on, from then on, it's like I uh, I went I, I've carried I've just about carried every belt there is, except for the one Hogan held and the one Flair held, and Flair wouldn't. They wouldn't let me wrestle Flair because I told him I would, uh, I would personally whip his, you know what? But anyway, that's that's a, that's another story. But uh, I, uh, I, I, I've been I've been the the, the brass knucks state champion, I guess, in dang near every state that there, that, that offered it. I, uh, I, uh, I I I said that I was going to go around the world three times. I went three times, but I said, "No, nah, I'm gonna go one more time." And then I said, "No, nah, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I said, I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. And uh, not done, not done, but I, I kindly pulled back to my my home my home state, which is Texas, and and uh, and just wrestled around here locally. Got to work for Fritz. Uh, was was Fritz was like a, a god to me and my dad. Uh, it was uh, to work to work for him was like for me was to get to work for in Madison Square Gardens or Boston Gardens or the Sportatorium uh, the the Sportatorium in, in Florida. It was it was uh, it was a, a, a dream come true. Then I got to wrestle his sons, and uh, and uh, they that that was a big disappointment in a lot of ways. And uh, I told I told I told uh, I told the story just about to anybody that want to listen about you know I, I wrestled 13 months I think I think on internet it says it says somewhere that I wrestled uh, I held that I held the WCC belt for for like uh, for like a month and a half I fought him for 13 months and I was the champion and I'm talking about Kevin now mm-hmm. I was against Kevin but. When that the, the 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 whole the whole story to that is this uh, the other day about 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 a month ago I look on the internet and there I am holding the belt and it's got it's got it's got comments and I run down the list of comments and great job Bart and great job and this one jabroni says says that I was just a jobber okay that 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 Black Bart was just a, a jobber. And didn't deserve to to hold it to to hold that title. Didn't deserve. And I I said I I it just it, it cut me it cut me to the quick. And I'm trying to get the message to the person that wrote that. Okay, that wrote that on there that he that called me a jobber. I did jobs for seven straight years. Okay, and I I I re, I, I I thank God. For that experience of doing them jobs, I've done, I've done jobs for guys that I could whoop in 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 in, in, in ten seconds, but I didn't. I done what I was told to do. But anyway, 
when 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 I come home, when I come home to Texas after after I've been I've been around this world t- two or three times trying to trying to d- d- to fight and and um, a lot of matches you know they okay it's it's you know they say they say okay you're going over tonight or you it ain't like that to the point where it's a guy that's got that's in the territory that's getting a push they got all the they got all the TV time in they got they got all the everything in that's the guy that you put over if you beat him they fire your ass and you go down the road now I'm, I'm getting to this title the world title that I didn't I didn't deserve to have okay I fought I fought I I heard a click are we still on Yeah oh yeah hey I fought I fought and I fought and I fought and I fought for seven straight years from 1970 from 1975 to 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 eight about seven eight years and brother and and I put everybody over I did what I was told to do I done what I was asked to do and then when it comes your time the, all the guys that you put over for them ten years, or however how many years you did jobs in territory after territory after territory, it becomes their job to put you over. Right. Okay. Now, to to back to the person that wrote this about Black Bart. I I'm, I, I I wrote on there what I'm what I'm about to say. I wrote until you walk. In 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 some in somebody else's shoes, you shouldn't say crap about that person. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, yep. if 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 that guy ever comes up to me in a in a autograph signing or something like that, I'm going to tell him if he if he if he would just come up to me and say, "Hey Bart, I'm the one that wrote that." No no hard. Everybody has you can have your opinion and everything, but you ought you ought to call. Or you ought to ask, hey, hey Bart, or hey Rick Harris, uh, do, 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 what did you do up to that point? Or push, 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 push in on your computer. Go to Amazon or Google or any of them. Go and push in, push in Black Bart the Wrestler, and and take a look at eight or nine pages, one right after another. That everything that I'd done up to the when I had my first match with Ric Flair on TBS, the Superstation. When I come, okay, back to back to back to my World Heavyweight Title. Okay, that damn that I walked in. I walked in from doing for everything that I had done, and I, I had I'd held every title, and and worked my ass off making a name, making a name. You go get it, buddy. I'm on the radio. And 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 uh, making a name for myself, and 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 I walk in the Real Rogers Coliseum in Fort Worth, Texas. I drop my bag down. George 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 Scott walks in right behind me and drops that world title right on my belt. Bam! You're the champ. While meanwhile, uh, Chris Adams is getting deported for slapping a co-pilot. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that's history. That's it. he he gets his ass. They and I said I said George I said brother I said I cannot I can't. He, he said you're the world heavyweight champion you're hot off of TBS you're the hottest thing I got I come up with the idea to ride the horse around the dead gum thing and 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 that's the you know and you know the the and then I fight Kevin Von Erich Terry Gordy 
Terry Gordy told me this. He said, Terry Gordy said, and I said, hey, Terry, me and Terry Gordy are very, very close friends. I said, I'm going to fight them dead Bon Erics. And he said, I'll tell you what you do. When you get in the ring, you just start beating their ass. And you beat them, and you beat them, and you beat them. Until you, until you, and, then, and then you may have a good match with them, and that and and and, and that's exactly what I've done. You know, the uh, so chemistry wise, you you think that uh, the Von Erich boys you didn't really have great matches with them, or something wrong with the chemistry? They weren't great. Like, what was the issue with them? No, well, okay, I'll tell you the, the, the issue. Oh man, well, every one of them except for David. Now, David, if David would, if David. Would be alive today. We would have we'd have territory right here. We'd all be working. We'd all be making damn good money, right here, right here in, in the state of Texas. All right. But Dave died. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, yep. he didn't kill himself. He he. And I told the story. I told it. I told it. I told it. Dave. Dave. See, Dave went out to. He come out to Atlanta. He come out to Florida. He come out to the Carolinas. He went to Tennessee. He went to Virginia, West Virginia. He went up to war. He, you know, he went. He 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 was the he. Oh man, he was the wrestler of the of the family. All right. Now, the whole the whole problem was the whole the whole problem was dope. All right. They, oh man, I would have, okay, when I, almost every night that I wrestled Kevin, almost every night I wrestled Kevin, and I wrestled him for 13 straight months, brother, we wrestled seven days a week, and we didn't have no days off, all right, when I got that belt, this this territory was averaging about three, four, five, six hundred dollars a night. And within six months, we had we had we had we had it up to ten, averaging ten grand a night. All right, but that was that was with Von Erich's no showing. Uh, uh, when they did show up, they were so damn stoned, out of their mind. You had to get in the ring and put holes on yourself to make them look good. Okay, the the the, the and, and I, I don't I don't mean I don't I do not mean to rag on them. But it's the honest to God's truth. You had to get in the ring and put hopes on yourself. You had to keep reminding them over and over and over and over about what what. And then when we get to the finish, ninety nine nine point time out, uh, the 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 deal was was they 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 didn't remember because they oh they. All they had was how high they could get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. The the you you the the that was the issue with Devon Eriks. The issue and you you can okay me and Kevin me and Kevin back about six months after I I I got the title we're back in Will Rogers Coliseum and it's 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 about five times better than it was. The first night that I was there, but I, the finish is I hit him with the brand, and Akbar turns the referee. Not 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 Akbar, Percy Pringle turns the referee. Uh, I hit him with the Brandon iron. He goes down. I give. I slide it out. 
the Brandon Arn out of the ring, covering one, two, three, and and we we steal we steal a victory, right? Well, mm-hmm. I hit Kevin with that damn Brandon Arn, brother, and then it, he didn't. He, it's like he didn't. He, it, it's like a fly landed on him. You understand what I'm saying? Now this is a three-quarter inch, double three-quarter inch smooth rebar Brandon Iron. Okay, it ain't light, and it ain't. It, and I hit him the second time a little bit harder. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing. Oh yeah. Sell. He didn't sell. He didn't. Do, he just stood there looking at me like I was crazy. Brother, the third time I hit him, I knocked him colder than a wedge. All right, down he went. I got a permanent bend in my branding arm where I bend it on his head, on his noggin. I turn around. But it takes me about it takes me about an hour to get home from the sportatorium, hour and a half. I stop and get my beard and the whole nine yards, and 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 boom, I get home and Fritz said, "Hey, Fritz called me on the phone since I walk in the door, right?" What are you trying to do to my boy? You're trying to kill him. I said, Fritz, if you'd have done that when he was younger, he, he, he may have been just a tad bit better right now. Hung up the phone. I figured I was going to get fired, but I didn't. It just kept on going until we, 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 we get to the Cotton Bowl, and uh, we sold out the Cotton Bowl. What The part that, that, he, that Fritz rented was a quarter of the Cotton Bowl, and they, then they, they curtained that rest of it off, or they got – you know, ropes and stuff. It, we sell it out. It's sold out, you know. And uh, I drop it back to him. I drop it back to him. Drizzling rain, 45 degrees. Kevin comes to the ring uh, 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 in, a, in a pair of briefs. And it's 45, 45 degrees drizzling rain. And I believe, that's, I believe that match is on the Internet, too, but uh, somewhere. I don't know where. But it's it, – uh, Beginning of the match was uh, what sticks out in my matches. This ain't on. I don't think this is taped anywhere or anything like that. But you know, Fritz is like a god to me when I was growing up and everything. And I, I take a swipe at him walking around the ring for. It's before Kevin comes out there, right? I, I kind of kick at him. I go around the second time. I kick at old Fritz again. That third time I come around, Fritz gets up on the apron. I didn't even think he could get up on the apron. Okay, <laughs> but he gets up on the apron, brother, and he sticks that claw. He sticks that dead gum claw up in the air and looks at me, right? And I'm scared. I'm scared to death. I am. I. I. And I'm smart to the business, and I know it's a work. But I was growed up that that claw, that claw would kill you. I mean, I, I seen him. I seen him put Bull Curry, Bull Curry out of out of commission with that claw. You understand? I didn't mm-hmm. know that Bull Curry was in a car wreck and damn near killed him and split his skull like that. They they. Uh, but that was the that was the story, you know the the uh, and but anyway it uh, it popped and I I come around the fourth time and I said Fritz I got close enough not where he could reach me now but I got close enough where he could hear me and I said Fritz if you'll just sit back down brother I won't I won't I won't say nothing I won't I won't do nothing would you just please sit back down and and I'll I'll, I'll leave you alone the rest of the night and I did <laughs> I did I mean I I was scared to death. But the the boy, you know, I, and the, 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 I'm not, and I'm not, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't I'm, I'm just telling the truth, brother. This is the stuff. This is stuff that happened to me, you know. Another night, this was about six months after I, I got the belt. We was, we was up around Austin, 
We was up around Austin. <laughs> Hayden, stop! And uh, and uh, sorry, I had to get on my my grandson. Uh, uh, and we was at a the the dressing room was like a like in a out in a barn and it was tin and parking lot in between the Coliseum and and uh, and uh, and it was a good walk to the ring. Well, I get to the ring and of course as soon as Kevin hits the ring, brother, he's saying let's go home, let's go home. I said no, nah, we'll go home. We'll go, I'm the heel. We'll go home when I say go home, not when you say go home. Right. He said, it's my belt. I said, no, it's my belt. It's your belt, all right. You own the belt, yes. But as long you until you, until you, if you can physically take it, take it, you know. And I said, we will go home when I say go home. That's the way, it, that's the, way, the, that's the, way the business is. The heel calls the match. But anyway, brother, we go, I carry him about 45 minutes, and we have, have a damn good match. But I'm still doing, I'm putting stuff on for him for, on me for him, right? And and he 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 like he, he the match is over. I think I get disqualified or something, but I I retain the belt. I'm I'll get to the dressing room. I'm watching because he's acting weird. And late in this match, he's Kevin is acting real weird. He makes it about halfway across that parking lot, right? When he gets and he just collapses, bam! And George <laughs> George Scott goes out there and just straddles him. And just starts paint brushing it. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You ain't dying. You ain't dying on my watch. Wake up, wake up. I laughed. I laughed. He, he, the boy woke up. Thank God. Uh, another time is uh, back in Real Rogers Coliseum about two, three months later. Me, uh, we just, I just, we just told this story uh, uh, out at the Rasselcade thing. We, uh, we're 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 in the ring. It's me and and I want to I, I want to say Maniac Mike Davis and 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 Matt Bourne against against Kevin uh, against Brody Frank Brody and 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 uh, the, somebody else was was their baby face baby maybe Carrie I mean maybe Kevin and Kevin Carrie and Brody. And but anyway, me and Kevin starts the match, and I'm talking about this. We're three minutes in this match. I got him up in the corner, pounding, pounding, pounding. Right? Well, he turns purple, and I said, "Brother, he ain't getting no, this guy ain't getting no oxygen." I said, "You know," and he he just he collapsed right. He just collapsed right at my feet. Well, there's a guy at ringside taking with one of them 35 millimeter, just taking picture after picture. After he has to have. A, 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 a hundred pitchers, if that camera can shoot, that's how that's how much he's he's and he's zooming right in on Kevin dying. All right. Well, I I flip Kevin over and I'm fixed. I'm fixed. Start uh, chest compressions and mouth to mouth resuscitation. Right? Was he dying? The dude is dying. Well, Tom Tommy Tommy one of them was Tommy. It was it was Tommy Rogers. It was Tommy Rogers and 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 his partner. Oh man! It's just Bobby Fulton. Bobby Fulton, Bobby Fulton, and Brody and Brody. Well, well, Tommy Rogers seen what I was doing, and I was I was one of the top heels. He grabbed my shoulder, flipped me out the way, said, "Bart, get out the ring!" Just out the ring. Somebody trying to call me. Don't worry. And hmm. and uh, and uh, she she uh, and and he started he started compressions. 
But at the same time, Brody's hitting the floor and getting that guy and hammers that guy that's taking all these pitchers. And I mean, he just smashes that pitch. He just smashes it all the all the 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 guy didn't get one pitcher, and I'm glad he didn't. You know, but you know, he asked the the, the question with him was, you know, after the here in Texas after the Freebirds, it it was dead. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and then and then brother, the the, the the what happened was the they 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 the. When you when you when you had a Von Eric on on a card and in a town, the first question was asked, "Are they going to show up?" Okay, but I'm talking about by the fans now and by the by the people that own the buildings. Where will they show up? Well, all we can do is book them and tell them they're here, and then it's up to them if what you know what they do. We you know, and and that and it killed it, it killed it killed the territory. That was we made very very good money here, very good money. Then and then, what they didn't destroy like that, they snorted up their they snorted up their nose. In the state of Texas, it don't snow very much, but it snowed on them boys all the time. Hmm, gotcha. Yeah, and it seems like that was such a great territory. I mean, world class. You mentioned a bunch oh, of great brother. names. Fantastic, Brody, Abdul the Butcher, yeah. obviously coming in and out the Freebirds. Yeah. It's crazy that they get killed that territory, and it was so damn big. I mean, it, it was one brother, of the biggest, every, and obviously you, the TV and everything you, else. Brother, you, 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 if they was okay, there's two sportatoriums. There's another sportatorium out out in in Pensacola, Florida. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that that sportatorium out there and this one here were built about the same dead gum time. All right. There, there's a story about the sportatorium in 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 Texas in Dallas that the the, the it used to be a complete bowl there and they said they, they something said that it was it was half of it was built on somebody else's property okay I I I got a different story than that okay the guy that trained me was 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 John Shaw. And he wrestled back in the 30s and 40s as 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 Ivan the Terrible, all right, an old timer. And, and you know, Buddy Bullformer tra- helped train me. Um, 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 um. But but anyway, they they worked for they managed their manager, and back then the manager actually got them bookings. You know what I'm saying? And they were booked for a run. In with Egg Macklemore and the uh, and the uh, and the uh, and the sport you know the sportatorium territory. Well, uh, Jack Depper was sit there was the manager. He would he would he would sit there and click and cl- he clicked of how many people coming in and then he would figure out what they were supposed to get paid. Well, they screwed them. They screwed like four or five guys plus plus Depper. On uh, on uh, on 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 a payoff, and they burnt they burnt the sportatorium down, and that's what that's what they were that's what was saved. Now that's the story I got on the sportatorium. But hmm. what I what I was what I was going to what I was trying to say is 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 that the, the you was before you could say you was a wrestler, you had to come through the sportatorium in Tampa. Or the sportatorium in Dallas, Texas, or you wouldn't, you would, you know, it, 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 you you wouldn't consider a wrestler, and yeah, you know, 
they, you know, we had Dusty Rhodes and Mulligans out in Florida, and, you know, that's where, you know, Dusty give me, called me and said, you come out here and be Black Bart, and, and I'm going to put a long rider jacket on you, a cowboy hat. Well, I was already had the cowboy gimmicks as, as, as Rick Harris, but, but he, he, he put it as, as Black Bart, and, and brother, I, 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 I run with it. <laughs> I still running with it, <laughs> but I don't. I uh, I don't I don't I don't I I mean I don't have any regrets I don't have I would I don't have any if I'd have done this different or if I'd done that different uh, but I I can talk I can I can I can talk for hours and hours and hours about my my WWF my WWF experiences uh, my NWA my NWA my WCW my WCCW here in here in Texas. Uh, and all the in, all the other ones in in between, uh, I have like I say I have no regrets. I, I met I met my first wife out on out in out in the Carolinas. Uh, her her name was Bonnie, and uh, she died uh, she died she died about about ten years fifteen years ago. Well, it's been long yeah about seventeen years ago actually. And uh, I met another lady named Linda, and and. Uh, uh, I uh, that, that I love dearly. I wouldn't I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Uh, I've been I've been I probably would have been long gone dead. <laughs> I had a five heart bypass in uh, fifteen. Uh, I had colonoscopy and had nine polyps and a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, on 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 that issue being of, of our health. My good friend of mine, Randy Colley, he wrestled as Moondog Rex. Oh yeah. Uh, he, brother, uh, yesterday at 4 p.m. the doctors took one of, took one of his legs. Uh, and and my 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 condolences and my love, my 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 respect to his and uh, see I've lost I've lost two toes on my on my left foot. They had to cut off the. Because of diabetes, but because they got something went wrong, and but anyway, they got cut off, and it's you know I thought that, that it was hard for me losing them two toes, and I looked down there and I see them gone, but I I look down there and I still got I still got my legs, I I can I still walk, I can still I, I'm not I'm not I'm not crippled, and and uh, you know and 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 for me for him to look down. Because Randy, Randy caught he brother he worked out, he took care of himself, he had he had his own gym I think in in Dothan Alabama, and I guess he's still up there in Alabama and uh, if they if he can if he's hearing this I love you brother and 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 my 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 prayers and my love to your family and everything and I, I know a little bit what you're going through but I can't imagine losing my leg and. Another one is is, is that, that I would like to touch on too is is Kamala. Uh, his real name is Jim, and uh, he 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 lost both of his legs. I don't, I don't know if you. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. He lost both of his legs, but I I talked I got to talk actually talk with Jim on on uh, one on uh, on uh, his second one right right before they was taking him in to do it and. Uh, he was looking forward to getting his uh, his his artificial legs 
You know, and I, I guess that's the way to look at it, brother. I'll make do. I'll make do. Just let's get, let's go. <laughs> if yeah. It's kill me. If it's gonna kill me, get it away from me. And that's why on my, they said if it, if that spread into my system, that that it would kill me. I would be dead. You know, and and uh, I'm just glad. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> hmm. I'm glad I'm still here. Absolutely, but, uh, yeah. I, you know, uh, you know, I, uh, you you mentioned. Um, Sorry to catch up. You mentioned. I just wanted to talk about this. You mentioned Dusty, and your relationship with Dusty, and him creating Black Bart, and him kind of you know saying, you know, the Long Riders and the Cowboy Hat and every everything you know you are today as far as Black Bart. Yep. Is that is that something you know you hold near and dear that relationship you had with Dusty? Uh not not just Dusty with with Dusty with 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 his two sons. Well, uh, Gold Dust. Dustin, uh, yeah. Yeah, Dustin, I. I, he would send nowhere. <laughs> like I, I left the Carolinas, went out to Tennessee. He sent he sent Dustin right behind me. And yeah, called, you guys wrestled everywhere me. together. Yeah, brother. He may he 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 would call the promoters, and and I had and as you put put Bart with my son for four and a half years. I trained that boy. <laughs> I I could I could I couldn't get. And you want to talk about a strong? Oh, he was oh man, but good kid, good. You know, I love, I love, I love him and and the the, the his what's his other what's his brother's name? Cody. Cody. Cody goes to Ted Turner. Well, you know Ted Turner owned WCW, right? Yes. And the Superstation. Well, Cody goes to Ted. Let's do it. Let's let's start it back up. And he he done it, and and I mean they got a they got a they got they're they're it's running again. TNT. Yes. What is it called? Yep. You, AEW on TNT. There you go. There you go. The you know okay. I I'll go back to I, I want to remember that thought and that was what's going on there. When okay, I don't know what year it was, but it's when it's when uh, it's right after. Dave died. All right, here in here in in Texas, Fritz has a meeting with Channel Eleven and Channel Thirty Nine. Fritz wanted this to be the superstation down here, Channel Eleven and Thirty Nine, and combine and go go. We we were we were nationwide and we were worldwide. Okay, before anybody else was. And I just learned this Thanksgiving weekend. He had, Fritz had the chance to do what TBS done for for WCW and, and, and for what what Vince is doing now. He he had, he could have done it. And he he had a meeting with him and he walked out of the meeting. Dave, of course, Dave Manning was there and, and Bronco Lubitsch and, and, and Ed Watt and all the, all the, all the upper, the upper the the office and Fritz looked at him and said, No, my two boys my two boys can't go can't go worldwide, they can't carry it. Told him no. Oh my god. Yeah, told him no, brother. And 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 but but back to what they're they're trying to do now. What 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 Cody has done is creating a product to go against Vince McMahon. And 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 if 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 they can hear this, 
brothers, I will I, I I will help. I will do whatever I can, you know, to 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 to, to help, because I would like any. I would list. I don't know. I would just love to be a part of somebody that says, "Hey, Vince, you ain't the only son of a gun that knows how to do this." You know. Plus, we'll do it better. We'll have so many guys. Every guy you got will be wanting to come work for us. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's that's the key. Back ten ten years before 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 WCW went out, Vince McMahon was on the board of directors for for WCW. He was on right. the board of directors ten years prior to the sellout. <laughs> you know, and the guys were going back and forth like crazy. They it was it was like. They, you know, it was combined. It was a combined deal. As far as the guys are concerned, they're making every dime they can. You know, they can make. You know, but, but, the, uh, I don't, I don't know. It, I can go on and on and on, brother. But, uh, well, I, speaking of of Vince and stuff, and you mentioned being in the WWF, when you were in the WWF, and basically 1990 for for a short period of time. But was that because of Dusty? Did Dusty kind of bring you in? No, no. Okay, uh, I was supposed to go up there when Bass lost a hair match to Beefcakes. Do you remember yes. that? Oh, yes. All right. And then you didn't see Bass no more. That was the end of Bass's career as far as everybody's concerned. And plus then Bass turns around and dies. I was supposed to – I had a, they, all right, they told me – they called me and said, oh, you got a three-day tryout for with Vince. Well, three-day tryout – Means you come up there, you 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 do you do three TVs, and 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 then they let they tell you if you get, if you got a job or if you ain't got a job. But brother, I got 25 years in in NWA and and uh, and 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 WCW, and 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 they want me to come up there. I'm I'm making I'm making a hundred grand a year. That's my minimum. You understand what I'm saying? And yes. back then, hell, that's a lot of money now. But not com- okay. Not in comparison to what they're making now, okay. Right. But, but they 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 wanted me to come up there, and and the only thing that said JJ Dillon was up there and said JJ Day, if you if if you and Bass don't keep your mouth shut, then it ain't gonna happen. But they're gonna bring me up there, put me and Bass back together as the long riders. JJ Dillon as our manager, bring my wife Bonnie. Up there is Sarah Joe Puckett, which 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 every interview that Black Jack Mulligan ended, he ended with Sarah Joe Puckett says. You know, it's like Sarah Joe. We're gonna come in with Sarah Joe Puckett against Beefcakes and Black Jack Mulligan. That's gonna put the titles on us. And I didn't go because nobody told me that. They told me that it was for a three day tryout. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So. I didn't go. So when I did go w- with Vince, he brought me up there. I was I was there. I was thirteen or fourteen months. All right, and I I was I, I made I made I made top dollar, but I put everybody over because he wanted to show me what it could be like if I would have stayed. If I mean, if I would have come up there when he wanted when he wanted me to come, you understand what I'm saying? And then four days before Desert Storm, he lets me and 18 other guys go. 
Now, Desert Storm is a secret. Nobody knows that we're going to invade, all right? Vince McMahon, that's the reason he gave each and every one of us that, that, was, that was going to war, and he had to, cut, he had to cut, cut back on the deal. But he told me in my third meeting with him, and one day I had three meetings with him, he told me, he said, if you were to come when I wanted you to come, you would be a road, you, when you got older, you'd be a road agent, you'd be making three or four million dollars a year, and you, you'd be set for life. Because he liked me. <laughs> I said, well, you got a hell of a way showing that you like me, you asshole. And turn around mm-hmm. and out. Yeah. But uh, there was things up there, too. The, 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 and, I, and before I say this, I got nothing, no, I ha, I'm, not, I'm not prejudiced. I'm not. I ain't got nothing against gay people, but about uh, probably probably half. Well, well when I, okay, I I can only speak when I was up there, and it was about three quarters of the of the of the ring crew and the, the all the crews it takes to set that thing up. They were gay, all right. And I have no I I, I have no as long as they they leave me alone, they leave me alone. That's that's they can go do whatever they want. That's fine, but you know I believe in a woman and a man, and the good Lord and and Jesus Christ and and all that other stuff. And they sent a certain guy after me to find out if I was if I was uh, you know a switch hitter or or gay or or you know which way I went. And they found out real quick which way I swung. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Real quick, real quick, and. It was shortly after that I, I got that when they I got to I got I got to notice to pack your bags, brother. You're going home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hard, you know some 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 things, you know, up there up there more especially are uh, they become a lot harder than they have than they have to be on you. Uh, like when I got my notice. When I was up there, and I and I'm, I wasn't figured in. All I was doing is, is putting guys over, and I was the highest paid job guy in the business. I was a jobber in WW in WWF, uh, and and uh, but when he when he gave me that notice, brother, I cried, and it wasn't because of the money. I could have cared less about the money. It's just the stress in them locker rooms and the and the uh, the the relief. Is off your comes off your shoulders and the pressure that that you know I would go in a big building and I would make a mid shift little dressing room right where I didn't have to go into regular dressing room because of the tension because of the 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 I I I, I get that guy's job I'm I'm going to get that guy no I'm going to get that no I'm going to get that guy's job no 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 I'll slit his throat I'll do this I'll do that so, and just to get away from that you know what I'm saying the politics yeah and yeah and then and then and then the the uh, the the like Dusty would come in there in his polka dots and 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 Dustin his gold dust would come in there just just to get away from it for a minute, you understand what I'm saying? Just to get just to get some relief, uh, uh, mental, whatever you want to call it. Dusty come in there one in that little midshift in one building up there, and his feet were swoked up so bad he couldn't even get them on his boots. 
He couldn't even put his boots over his. He had gout so bad that he couldn't. And he was he was trying to. He I got to squeeze him on for one more match, man. And I, I said, Well, brother, I'll help you. You know, I, I'll help you put your damn boots on. You know, you stinking legend. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, and he was, brother. Okay, Dusty. And you asked me about Dusty and the mm-hmm. way I, I, I love, I love that man with all my heart. Okay, and, but I loved, I loved him before. I, he, 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 he gave me a gimmick. Okay, he, he. Okay, you know he was the he was the creator of the Undertaker gimmick, right? You know this. You don't do or, or is this news? No, I didn't know that. Okay, he is the creator. We're up in Connecticut at one of them damn towns up there. Dustin comes down to my room, knocks on the door, says, Dad wants to talk to you, bring your beer, get you together up all your beer, get up there, and we sit up there. And he had that Undertaker gimmick laid out on a table in drawings with a, with the costume, the hat. The, and he said, Bart, would you change your gimmick from Bart to the, to the Undertaker? And I said, Dusty, I would, uh, it would be an honor. And then he had the Paul Bear laid out on another little table, uh, the 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 Paul Bear and the way he would dress and 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 I said, man, uh, Percy Pringle would be perfect for that for that. And Percy Pringle is also was a uh, mortician, <laughs> in Pen- out in Pensacola. He was a he was a real licensed mortician, and uh, I didn't know if y'all you know you didn't know that, but uh, he uh, he uh, I said I would love to do it, brother, and. Uh, he he uh he he said I, I'll I'll be in touch. We sat there and and drank and drank some more and and uh, I I said I, you know I I was wondering you know what I was in then the next TV in 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 Walt Mark with with uh, Percy Pringle Paul Bear mm-hmm. and, yep and the, the very next TV there they, they, they it was it was uh, I didn't get I didn't I didn't get that one. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but stuff, you know, stuff happens, brother. And uh, I didn't hold that. I didn't hold that again. I know. I know who done that. Uh, Vince McMahon done that. Vince McMahon yeah. told uh, this guy, this guy, and I. Me and Mark, me and Mark, best of friends. And uh, he lived. Mark lived with me out in Tennessee when he was doing all the monsters out there for Jerry Lawler. He uh, lived with me part time here in Texas. When when we was coming when we was Tennessee come down to take over the sportatorium with Jerry Law with with Lawler and and Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett Senior and and all that crap went down with uh, with uh, Eric Emery and and I you know I, I you know it's just it's just uh, the, the 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 when 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 Vince gave me that notice it was like the world the the, the relief. And I called my wife and, and and told her, and she started bawling. And I said, "Well, why are you bawling?" I, and she, I didn't tell her I'd been I'd been bawling. And she said, "I'm bawling because we can go home. We can go home. We can go home now. We're done." Oh wow. Oh yeah, we can go home now. I said, "Darling," I said, "As long as you're with me, we are home." You know? She said, "Yeah, you're right." But now we don't have to put up with the hustle and the bustle and. Brother, we get up five thirty, four thirty, five thirty every morning, and I'm and fly out, and then get to a town and drive drive two two hundred, three hundred miles, and this is every day, every day. Rent a, having to get rent a car, 
having to get a, having a, a motel room living. I would we would be gone we would be gone for three four months five months at a time, and not come home. Then when we come home, we'd have three or four days off, but two days would go by on your days off, and they would call your ass out. Somebody didn't show. Somebody's got somebody hurt. You know, get you got to get to work. You know, so there go right you know right back right back out on the road. But brother, yeah, that, that schedule is crazy. Yeah, um, um, them guys them guys up there they don't know how good they got it. You know, we what we done what we done, and what you know we we set we set. And I I, I I I don't mind I don't mind saying this. I blazed the dead damn I I blazed the dead gum road. I blazed the dead gum road for all them guys up there making making millions of dollars now. When we was making thousands, now they're making millions. Yeah. They're making they're making three four million on on WrestleMania alone. All right. And and probably probably more than that. I'm probably off. But. The thing, the thing, the thing that I would, you know, I, and they, you asked, they asked to, you know, they said, well, what would you, if you was a wrestler starting out, what would you do? Well, I'd go up there and kiss Vince McMahon's ass and get a job. That'd be the first thing I would do. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And because, because, why? Why? Because if, if, maybe if what Cody done, what Cody done is, and are doing, if, 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 if they do it right, then, then okay. Then you got two. Now you got two major, two major territories you can go to work for. You know, when I started, when I started in, 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 in I started around here in, in late in, in '75, early '76, and 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 brother, there was 40 different territories you could go and make a good living. Right. Now, now there's now there's there's one. Crazy. Yep. Vince McMahon, you know Vince McMahon, and you now you can you can uh, until T, TNT gets off, brother uh, uh, EWA or whatever they're calling it. Until AEW. It gets off, yep. A. Say all, again, elite, brother. all Elite Wrestling. AEW. All, all. Until that gets going, which is you know, and I hope it does. I hope it does. I want it to. I want it too bad. That way, that way, they can you can go pay some dues. You can go do some jobs. You can you can, to it, and then you come you're on top, and then you you know, and you, and then you when you get done wrestling, you go to managing. You know, and and that's the way it should be. You know, I mean, I've got a my my nephew is is a black Bart. He wrestles at Black Bart Junior. Uh, my son is locked up. He'll be in there for ten or twenty years. So. I get I give it to I give it to uh, my, one of my nephews, and I every now and then I go with him and go and and get to I walk to the ring and get the people all excited and have a good time get to be with the boys in the dressing room make a little payoff and I'm happy. <laughs> nice, love it. But uh, but uh, I don't I don't I don't and I I I, I just I just don't uh, the 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 thing the. To, to get the dead gum territories going again, what we need we need local TVs, not not we need Channel 11, we need TBS, we need we need to get them local and get it going again, and then and then we can you know it'll and if it happens it happens. But what we what I was saying what we I, we blaze 
when 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 I was working full time, we we didn't realize that then we're going to be the good old days. You know you know what I mean? We didn't realize that that what we were doing was going to be the golden the golden years of wrestling. We we was just busting our ass trying to trying make trying trying to make a living. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Do you watch any current like wrestling? Do you watch current WWF or have you yeah. seen AEW? Oh, yeah. I watch it. Yes. What are your thoughts? Yes. What do you think about these current guys? Oh, bro, a lot different than I when you were. Asked, I wish you hadn't asked me that question. <laughs> um, my thoughts is, you know, about probably three quarters of them guys, we would have took picked their bags up out of the dressing room and sat out in the hallway and say, when you earn it, you, you can you can come in this dressing room. Uh, and they had to earn it back then. Now they teach you a side headlock, drop down, one tackle, get it again, and you're a wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. and that that ain't the way it's supposed to be. I trained, I trained, I trained almost over a year, and then took over, and then took over the gym that I trained in, and and started started training. But uh, the the uh, the guys now, you know, you, 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 and they got some big guys up there, but used to you'd have you'd have all big guys and one or two flyers that meant something, you know, like like Red Bastine, you know, he was he's he's one started all that flying, you know, and 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 it, it, when when he flew it meant something. Now you got you got you got the big the the big dog. Standing in the middle of the ring, they get, you got 30 guys standing out there. He's going to go over the top rope. Well, he hits two or three guys, but it's like a domino effect. They all fall down. <laughs> you understand? Know mm-hmm. Yep. They're out, there going, they're out there going like, catch me. I'm going to catch you. I got you right here, brother. I got you right here. Come on now. Come on. Get it in. Come on right here. You know, and, it's, and they're on national TV. If we would have done that, our asses would have been fired. You understand? We would have been told to go to the dressing room, pack your damn bag, you're done. That's it. Go home. Because you're out there advertising what you're going to do. What's coming up next? Well, I'm showing everybody what's coming next. Big man is going to come over the top rope. We're going to catch him. and But he's going to hit three of us or four of us. Okay, give it five. Five people. But then every, 30 guys fall. I don't know if you've seen that match or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I wanted to crawl under the damn table. Well, my wife looked at me and said, well, what was that? <laughs> I said, darling, I can't. The domino, I said, the domino effect has come to wrestling. That's all I can tell you. And, you know, I I use I, I use uh, the billy goat dude, uh, the little billy goat dude. They put the they put every belt on they got. They had the bill, with beard, Brian. Um, Brian Dan, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Uh, a hell of a little flyer. Hell of a little worker. But he beat Kane for Christ's sakes. Well, he's beat everybody. He's beat everybody up there. You know, and he was shit. You know, it didn't happen. We put guys over we Magnum TA, but he looked like a Greek god, you know. And then him and Koloff goes out and hit four blocks from Magnum's house in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, and wrap the dead gum uh, their Porsche around a damn uh, a telephone pole, and he's crippled. 
and we just got three years of building him as a, as a superstar. You know, but he looked like something. He looked like he could he could he could whoop somebody. That, you know, but anyway, and, and my hat, you know, my I, my hat's off to him, and I don't I don't I don't mind. But when you know, protect number one thing that 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 we but that I that we believe when I was coming up was protect the business at all costs. You protect the business. If you're gonna throw a punch that looks like shit, don't don't throw it. If you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna advertise something, don't advertise it. You know, just you know. Uh, now they 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 now they sit in the dressing room for three four hours six hours sometimes, according to the show, all day long. I'm talking about from nine o'clock in the morning till that night when they wrestle. They're in the dressing room going over a ten minute match. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What if we for go sure. out there in front of that crowd and everything you've been going over? What if that don't get over? What do you do? Yeah, that's true. How do you improvise? You got to change. You gotta... Well, yeah. You, brother, in my day, in my day, there's a hey Bart, I want you to go put Hogan over. Hey Bart, I want you to put Ric Flair over. Hey Bart, I want you to put the Road Warriors over. Hey Bart, hey Rick, I want you to you get a win over Maniac Mike Davis. You get a win over Matt Bourne. You get a win over Buzz Sawyer. That that we go to the ring and do it. We didn't. We didn't. We we didn't set and de- we didn't one tackle. You know, we'll do one tackle, drop down, get it again. I called the matches in the ring, even when I was in the ring with Ric Flair, even when I was in the ring with Dusty Rhodes, with the Road Warriors. Well, the Road Warriors were some. They were a little difficult. Me and Bass got the Road Warriors, brother, when they when they were in cut off blue jeans and work boots. That's when we got them fresh out of Minnesota. Okay, dope. Mm-hmm. They were greener. They were greener than Al Poo. All right. <laughs> I'm greener, and, and and same thing with Rude. Same thing with Danny Spivey, and and uh, what was the other dude? Uh, Spivey and uh, uh, Scott Hall. Who? Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Same thing. R- same thing. Same thing with Rick Steiner and and Scott Steiner. They we we trained them guys in front of a crowd. That's what me and Bass done. We trained them guys out of out. We, uh, Sting and and Rick and Rick Steiner come out of Jim Crockett took over Florida. They come out of there and and they was against us in tags. Okay, and we trained them in front how the worker crowd. How 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 to sell? How to, the the ones that got the selling part? We trained them how to in front of in front in in front of a crowd. We trained them what to do. All right, that was our jobs. That's what we got paid for, and that's what we done. We done it very well. There's a whole you know the whole list of dudes that we had a hand in on, not in their training as a greenhorn, but as a greenhorn in front of a sold out building. They were against us for eight months, a year, and that and that's that's the way it was. I mean, that's uh, how you learn, right? As a young guy, you got to learn out there in front of the crowd. Well, that's how. Okay, when I started in the Carolinas, brother, I I, I mean, I had I had Charlie Fulton, I had Tenaru, I had I had I had Gene Lewis, I I had I the the, the uh, Terry Funk, Dory Funk. Uh, them, all them guys out there in the Carolinas, 
I I I I learned, I I had I I was taught by a guy that wrestled in the 30s and 40s. You know, I started in 70 I started in 75. I started out really out there in like 80 full time, but I was full time around here too. But that it was a, I was they had to teach me how to arm drag. They had to teach me how to actually take a bump because they, everything was different back then. It was 90% of the 30s and 40s. It was a shoot. It was it was for real. Uh, and when I in in 70s, it, it ain't real no more. <laughs> you know, and real to the point. Me and Frank Brody would go to the ring and just beat the living you know what out of each other, and then go back. And then go back to the dressing room, pop a top on that gum six pack, and him smoking a doobie, and sit there and laugh about trying to knock each other out. Are, are you with me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I mean, love it. I mean, I mean, and, and now these guys, now the guys up there, if they have to work over two months or two weeks out of a month, if they have to work two weeks out of a month, they bitch and complain, moan and groan, and don't even want to go it. My my suggestion to those, all those guys up there, remember, they, these are the these are the golden years. These are the these are the good old days. Enjoy it while you can, because when it's took away from you, you get, you won't never you you don't you don't never you, you know when you get old you don't you can't you can't throw back the time. You can't wish I was eighteen again. <laughs> you know, uh, and 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 you know. On, on, on that, brother, I, I want to. I, I, for, for for me, I mean, my my. Uh, we've been going for about an hour and sixteen minutes. The uh, the the to the to the to the fans that that hear this and hear my voice, know that that Black Bart, I, I love each and every one of y'all, and I I pray at night. I pray for each and every one of y'all. And I ask that y- y'all pray for me, please, because we we all need prayer, and we all need the good Lord. And I don't, I don't, and don't don't ever think that I that I regret because I don't, I don't regret nothing I've done. I wouldn't change. Uh, well, there's, there's a couple things I may change, but that's that's that would be a matter of of getting it done if I if I ever do. But I I, I know I won't. So. I just, I just, I just want to say to everybody, you know, I, I love everybody, and I have nothing but respect, and I love the Von Erichs. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate Kevin. Uh, I love Kevin. I wish him all the best with his sons and and what they're trying to do. Uh, I, I just wish they would learn learn how to work. Uh, that would be a feather in their cap. <laughs> But other than that, brother, I'm gonna. I want to say. I want to say bye, and I, I appreciate you letting me get on your air and and talk and uh, and run my head and uh, just sit, just trying to uh, maybe maybe lighten somebody up about what's going on and and uh, just God bless everybody and uh, I I love y'all and uh, Bart out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the two man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.